Okay. As you know the title, Scammer Again, When College and White Privilege Goes Wrong. And the purpose of this video for today is to take a look into a few articles, not many articles, maybe one or two articles, and find and take a look in the depth about really what is really the purpose of even people attending college to the point where now if you get accepted by your hard work, congratulations. But this is my thing with the college and it's the business of college. I hope people know and aware that college is a business. I hope people are, are getting that now, understand to this point now, in the game now. That's what I want to say right now. People really get understand how this game really works. But nonetheless, I'm going to go into the articles. As a matter of fact, I might just share this. Give me a second. Um, let me just scroll down a little bit. Perfect. Let me let me um let me see in the chat room. Does anybody want me to share my screen on these articles? And if anybody has any other articles I should probably look up, please type it in the chat room now and I'll investigate it. And we could probably go through it together. Okay, I get no feedback. So I'll take it, I'll just read from my screen. And the first article I will read is titled, and this is found in the Daily Mali News Press. Multiple lawsuits are filed for more than 500 billion accused Yale, USC, and more of letting students lose money. Um, you lying, sir? Uh, more money and letting students waste money applying for elite schools when actually rigged in the wake of college admissions cheating scandal. And as I read, um, two Stanford students, Erica Olson and Colleen Woods, filed a five million class action lawsuit on Wednesday. The parents of Jennifer K. Toy filed a separate $500 billion lawsuit saying her son was not admitted to some college because wealthy parents cheat and bribe. <laughs> and the Stanford student said they never would have wasted their money applying for Yale or USC if they had known the school were rigged by fraud. Both students claimed their degrees have been devalued by the scandal because potential employers may question whether they were admitted on merit. And let me... um. Get my stand. I want to go in. Hold on. Might soon like you know, get some better equipment. Okay, let me go in. Multiple lawsuits has been filed for more than 500 billion against elite universities, and these implicate in the college admission scandal that helped wealthy Americans cheat their children way into school. And before I continue, let me just double check the chat room. Two Stanford students filed a $5 million class action suit on Wednesday claiming they were denied opportunities to get admissions to Yale, USC, and ha have now had their degrees devalued in the wake of the recent charges. Meanwhile, a San Francisco parent 
has filed a separate $500 billion lawsuit claiming her son was not admitted to some college because wealthy parents charged in the scandal, though it was okay to lie, cheat, steal, and bribe their children way into good college. God, don't we love America? But y'all should know this already. I mean, this might not be too shocking to me, but what I'm seeing now is what, what, what's the thing that Malcolm said? The chickens are coming home to roost. But this is not something new. This has been going on for not just a few years ago. This has been going on for decades. Remember, there was a famous quote said by a million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, that died maybe over a decade, maybe close to 20 years ago, maybe less than that. He said, everybody has a price. Also, so true, he said that statement back in the late 80s, going on nice, that holds prevalent to today. Y'all should know already, and with all what has been shown today to the public through articles or, or even going as far as even on the news, that tells you and should already conclude that this is a business. And in business, these universities racking in the millions. Majority of the money is racked in not only by the typical um, athletes that come into the university, which majority of you look at our average um, athletes that are majority black that play these sports. A lot of them are not that intelligent. A lot of them got there, some by their hard work in their schooling, some, and I said very small, but majority of them that is very skilled in the sport, they get in here by the help of, you know, certain universities. Even to the point with these people that if that have the money that, you know, most parents that got the money, they'll probably pay their children to get into college. But the ones that have the skill, they find ways to get around that. I remember one story, and people can correct me on this, but I remember this was going around for the past decade. How Derek Rose, the um, famous MA player that still plays today, that he didn't really get into Memphis by his, I guess, grades. He had some serious help. He had some help to the point where, you know, they had to probably tweak in some of his ST scores to get him into Memphis. And why I say it's because everybody knows there's Rose, like most athletes, can't read. So I'm going to let that sit in right now. But let me continue reading. All right. And here's a picture of Jennifer K. Toy, a former teacher in Oakland, California, filed a $500 billion civil lawsuit on Wednesday saying her son, Joshua, was not admitted to some college despite his 4.2 grade point average because wealthy parents thought it was, you in line, please, Judge, it was okay to lie, cheat, steal, and bribe. In their lawsuit, Stanford student Erica Olson and Cal Woods say they never would have wasted their money applying to elite schools like Yale or USC if they had known they were rigged by fraud. Now, everybody knows USC is one of the universities that Dr. Drake invests a lot of money. And we all know most people that isn't black, you're not going to get into USC unless you can probably dribble basketball or throw football. Let me continue. And I'm not saying this to be disingenuous. I'm just keeping it real. This is a business. And people understand 
in business, the whole purpose of most universities is to, to keep the business going. They have to keep the hustle going. It's like, a, it's like a famous quote they said, don't take it personal. It's just business. So draw the emotion out of a lot of things, black people. Don't take it too personal. It's just business, like usual. Let me continue. Um, let me see. Olson said she was rejected from Yale after paying her application fee on roughly $80 despite her stellar test scores and athletic ability. Had she known that the system at Yale University was wrapped and rigged by fraud, she would not have spent the money to apply to the school. The lawsuit states she also did not receive what she paid for. A fair admission consideration process. Wood said in the lawsuit that she was also an exceptional student and athlete, but didn't realize applying to USC was an unfair rigged process in which parents could buy their way into the university through bribery and dishonest schemes. Both Stanford students claim their degrees have been devalued by a scandal because potential employers may question whether they were admitted on merit or having rich parents. Their class action lawsuit names UCLA, USC, University of San Domingo, Stanford, University of Texas at Austin, Wake Forest, Georgetown, and Yale universities and going down. And I guess this is the picture of one that looked like an actress. I think this is Laura Logan. Facility Hoffman were among the 50 charged in college cheating scandal that prompt the subsequent lawsuit by students and parents. That's that's a picture of this woman right here, actress Lauren Lonkin. If I pronounce him right. And multiple lawsuits have been filed for more than 500 billion against Yale, USC, and more as well as those implicants in the college admission scandal that helps wealthy Americans cheat their children away to, into school. That's USC. That's the picture of the university. They are seeking return of admissions and application fees. Jennifer K. Toy, a former teacher in Oakland, California, filed a $500 billion civil lawsuit on Wednesday accusing 45 defendants of defrauding and inflicting emotional distress on everyone whose rights to a fair chance is entrance to college were stolen through their alleged conspiracy. This is not conspiracy. This is a fact. I want people to get out of this notion of conspiracies. This is not conspiracy theories. I remember Amos Woods said this before he transitioned, now going almost 24 years ago. He said, by the time you catch on to the conspiracy, it will be already too late. A lot of people that's not understand how the game works, you are too late to the game. So I want that to sink in a little bit. Let me continue reading. Um, Toy said she believed her son Joshua was not admitted to some college despite his 4.2 grade point average because wealthy parents thought it was okay to lie, cheat, steal, bribe, sure, yeah. You, you know the story. Let me continue. Toy did not say where Joshua might have won admissions, but for an think chinery. According to the social media accounts, Joshua is currently enrolled at the University of California, David. Fifth people, 
50 people, including 33 parents and many athlete, athletic coaches, were criminally charged in the scandal. Now, when I talk about these athlete coaches, they seek out, and usually, I think it's mostly the scouts that seek out these young students, especially, particularly, most of our students that are black, most majority, to, um, I would say, get them into these major universities because, remember, the athletes bring in extra money to university because, remember, out of all the staff that get paid yearly a wage, the most person that gets the most money out of the university is these coaches. These coaches are actually like millions upon millions of dollars. And people don't understand where they get this money from. They not only get it from your emissions that from your um, student loans and you paying for these universities, but they also get it from these television advertisements. You know, it's a business. I hope people get in the picture now about the business of, of college. It's not as was cracked up to be. If you're not going in there to really be one of the few things, three things that you know is needed in the society, which is an engineer, a lawyer, or doctor, anything you should do you do in there is a waste of time. If you need IT, you, there's many programs you can get to that now. You don't need no college degree to do it. There are many other avenues to take. But at the end of the day, I want this to sink in to the reality of what you're putting your children into. If you're not really educated to know what is the real game. Because like any game on the like the chessboard, you got to understand the pieces, the players, and how to play the game so you don't get checkmate. Because in life, we waste a lot of time. I know this. And I believe I believe most of y'all that probably watch the stream know this as well. Amongst the 50 were the actress Felicity Hoffman, actress Laura Longlin, and her fashion designer husband, Massimo Gamilli, I don't know if I pronounced the name right, and TBG private equity partner, William McGoshen Jr. They are among the defendants in Toy's lawsuit as a William Singer, the accused mastermind of the scheme. Prosecutors said Singer, since 2011, used his Edge College and Career Network and an affiliate nonprofit to help prospectors, students cheat on college admissions, tests and bribes and coaches to infiltrate their athletic credentials. Singer plead guilty on Tuesday to racketeering charges. And this is another picture of Stanford student Eric Olson and her lawsuit that she has rejected from Yale. And a picture of that application feed and all that stuff. Keep going down. And that's the end of this article. So let me stop sharing this screen right here. Um, I'm going to check the chat room in a second. Just got to send one more. So let me go to the chat room. Oh, how you doing, Charles? Let's see you there. One second, brother. Okay, Mary's there. Okay. 
just gonna read out our chats a little bit, see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. This Albert is like five hundred thousand dollars. Yep. Okay. Ted Debot. Uh, is Ted Diaz really still alive? I don't know. I got a wicked PM. No, I'm not gonna do it tonight. I ain't gonna do it tonight. I I I heard. Actually, I know he died. Yeah, he yes, he's actually dead. Um, just double check, Albert. I know he died a long time ago. Yeah, that's right, Charles. Everybody had a price to pay. Mm-hmm. And the textbooks are very expensive. No joke. Okay. Okay, so let me go into one more thing. I'm going to go, and it's going to lead to... Wait, is my thing still showing? Let me check. Ted Diaz is still alive. Charles, you sure? You can confirm that? I don't know what. Is my thing really still showing? Hold on. Yeah, it stopped showing. I don't know why it's doing that. All right. And the last thing I'm probably going to show. Let me pull it up. This one has to do with the black girl that took the test and they said they, they tried to um disqualify her because they found that she might be scheming to get into college. I'm going to pull up that in a second. I might just play the audio. Let me see if there's an audio of this. Now I'm going to read it first, then I'm going to play the audio. Okay, I think I'm sharing it now. This is titled... The black teen accused of cheating on SAT while white students got away with college bribery or college bribery. And let me make sure my junk's showing. It is showing, so I can't really complain right now. Yeah, it's showing. Okay, there we go. It was the later reaction. Perfect. Okay. Miami, Florida, a massive FBI investigation has revealed that several high-profile white celebrities and business executives have paid a total of $25 million to get their children into high-profile universities. Even though they don't qualify to be admitted, ironically, this nationwide college admission cheating scandal has brought back the mind of Kamala Campbell, an 18-year-old African-American high school student whose SAT scores result were invalidated two months after she was falsely accused of cheating. Allegedly, because she had a high score, she eventually filed a lawsuit against SAT office, claimed that they defamed her character and jeopardized her future. She, however, later dropped the lawsuit. No, you know what she do? This is my issue. We love our people. I want black people to hear me good. You must fight for everything. Do not let up on anything. Because the minute you stop fighting, that minute 
it marks your end. And the reason why I'm saying is because when somebody's defaming your character, that's something you cannot take back and repair because it's put out there throughout the whole public, even as far as to other admissions for you to be qualified to, to attend what we call a higher education, so-called college. So to sit there to find me reading and she dropped the lawsuit, that's a slap in the face. Because right there, that's a, that's a heavy lawsuit that you could rack up in the thousands. And you can use that money to pay for your school. So black people, please, either boy or girl or parents, be smart. Sue, sue, sue. Like a Jew. Like Cerulean Gray said it. Let me continue reading. When Campbell looks the SAT of the first time, she earned a 900 score, which already good. However, she eventually received a letter from a test company saying that her score was invalid. She took the test for the second time and scored a, a 1,230, an improvement of over 300 points. But once again, the SAT official said that her score was invalid. She said the Educational Testing Service of organization that oversees SAT is accusing her of cheating. In a news conference with her family and Benjamin Crump, her lawyers, Campbell said, I do not cheat. I study and I focus on achieving my dreams to have your efforts taken away from you and then saying, oh, well, we think you're cheating. It's not fair. Well, it's not fair, but you live in America, baby girl. Do you know you live in a competitive world? A capitalist world? Well, the whole purpose of competition, hell, much less living in a Eurocentric so-called supremacist system, is to what? Take out the competition. So now, for you to know, said that fans have appeared, no, there, there is no guarantee or any fairness in a system that the black race does not control. You live in amongst thieves and criminals where their whole existence is by rob, rape, and pillage, and even theft and cheating. It's the name of the game. This is how these said people have survived for the last four to almost 500 years by their same nature of savagery. Don't you ever forget that. Let's continue. Campbell said she wants to study at Florida State University, but she can't even apply to her score is validated. She has since sued ETS and said that they validate Kamal's constitutional right to be considered innocent until proven guilty and deny Kamal due process. Although Campbell and her lawyers didn't mention race in any other statement, Many believe that her being African-American was a factor in the accusation. Meanwhile, at least 33 white parents who are alleged involved in what some are calling the biggest college poverty scheme of all times have been arrested and released on bail. Only time will tell if they will actually be convicted of their crimes. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. And I'm going to play this audio. We all remember from high school that 
One South Florida student is accused of cheating. CBS Force Hank Bauer headquarters where the superintendent is weighing in tonight. Hank. Well, her career is in limbo right now, and she says she'll be really hard to improve her SAT scores. Well, the testing company is not so sure. She is a dance. Mila Campbell wants to go to her. Is all set, except she missed the January for to get her SAT scores in. The reason? the SAT is saying her score is invalid an improvement of school prior knowledge of the test. Camila took the SAT in March, scored 900 out of and would to 30. And we are outraged and you end up that this young black student can't achieve and she must have uh, something in Every day school superintendent Alberto Carvalho and uh, the college appeal on behalf of this student. I started to achieve my life, to achieve them, I have dedicated, and I wrote my children. In a score, we have a tutor. It is possible. We actually have kids that are, that have accomplished that. Uh, it is not easy. Uh, if, uh, if a kid studies and, uh, and, uh, and works, this from the testing agency, reading in part, review, we work directly with students to collect relevant make determinations about the validity of the test scores. We will course after we are confident there, there is substantial evidence to do so. Camila might have to take her test again, her attorney is ready to carry the issue much further. Including, but not limited, civil rights. There may be some implicit. We plan to. Well, Camilla and her attorney, those scores released so the young lady can continue. That's the very latest. I'm Hank Chester. Tonight, back to you. All right, and right now I'm not working out anymore. So let me do this. All right, move my. Y'all heard it from the horse's mouth, and it is what it is. Hey, Charles, you want to come up on the line? Let me know, please. I I give you the link. Yes, sir.
And uh, these are the games they do to our black boys and girls. They'll say, and the funny thing when they said that, when they ask them, is it possible to prove your score after taking the test, the test again? It, it, you can improve your score if you retake the test. Enough students have this in the past. She is not the first one to take a test after getting either an okay score. So what game that's being played? It's impossible. Nothing. If you go back and reset did wrong and, and tweak what will be average you have, it's possible you can prove your score within another at another three to four hundred points. So it's not hard. It's not possible. So let me see if that's done. Yes, and that's the end of the article. So now what I'm gonna do right now. I have somebody on this panel here. Is that a new bit? That's me. That's me. Yes, I know you're early parts of this stream. Yeah. Appreciate it. No problem. We talk about credit scores? This is not credit score, new. This is dealing with the college scam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I I could tell you a little bit about that. I used to work, I still work for Accessory, but I'm not a driver. And I actually picked up someone from um, from St. John's in New York. And she told me, yeah, these kids are graduating into massive college debt to the, to the tune of six figures and more. Mm-hmm. Six figures. The, the latest I've heard, I've heard that, I mean, total, you're talking about close to $5.2 billion. Five point two billion dollars. Yeah, billion. No, and, and no, that that was that was uh 2014. She said for 2016 and 17, it's going up to close to a couple of trillion. I was like, what? Oh, oh, well, um, you, I never told you a little bit about me, brother. Can you, you know, my very first time. Yeah, go ahead. I this, I covered this. Was it a year ago? Almost two years ago? No, let me let me say this. I covered this story over. I'm gonna find that broadcast. I might re-upload it because the numbers have changed. And I did an episode on this previously a week ago or two weeks ago on the student because it, it has increased now from what I did when I uh, broadcast a year ago or two. That people understand there are 40 million Americans now have on student loan debts, and it's racking up in the trillions now. Right now, they project by 2021. Run of time, we, it should exceed two trillion dollars. It's that. You know it's past. It's past that now. It's way past it now. Well, I'm not sure that now, but that, that's what they project. I double check. Somebody got to reveal. Um, if they could give pull out any um reference, I could check that. But that's that's what it's decade now. We we are in the next decade now. As you as you look right, end of this decade, moving on to next decade now. 2020. So, wait, who's this? Oh, peace. How you doing, Black Caesar? Um, if you want the link, Black Caesar, um, you know, you know, you could email me. Yeah. But you, so, but right. You have to understand. You have to understand this college scam. The reason why they don't want you going to the trade schools because, let's say, I decide, okay, I want to become a a truck driver. Let's just say, 
You get your first of all, you know, getting your commercial driver's license first is not easy at first. But the more mm-hmm. you keep practicing, the more you keep practicing, you take the exams at the DMV, you're paying out. Now, the thing that's going to really cost you is the rental of the truck, of the tractor trailer. Mm-hmm. Once you get that, okay, you spend about like close to $5,000, right? There are jobs yeah. that offer $5,000 bonuses, and then they help you pay back that $5,000. You pay that $5,000 in two months versus mm. someone who's going, versus especially these sisters getting these, these degrees that they don't, aren't doing anything. They're going into massive debt in 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 the in the six figures, you know. I'd rather spend five thousand dollars and make the two hundred fifty thousand dollars on the back end than instead of instead of me spending two hundred fifty thousand dollars up front and barely making five thousand dollars coming back. That 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 doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Can I but say something about, on that? Yeah. Hold on. Before you say some judge, if you look at a lot of trade schools, you don't you don't take too much debt going to apply for a trade because usually it's trial error when doing trade schools, but it's, it's a better process because with failure, there's going to come success because depending if you get it the first time, excellent, but if not, you could try again and you, you only going to lose like what? A couple hundred dollars compared to when you invest um, in a loan for as in the six figures, that's very difficult to repay back, especially the average salary you get depending on the profession you take. It's not going to, equate to the amount of debt you got paid back. It's going to take you decades. You know what I'm saying? But you, if you want to say some judge? Yeah, what I want to say is, you know, if you really pay attention to anything, it's, you know, I worked in a sales field before. When I started working, when I was a young guy, I worked in the sales field. I've sold a multitude of things, when they, everything from computers, up to real estate, you know, stuff for homes, all of that. Basically, what happened is this. When we were younger, you know, like our generation, like, how old are you, may I ask? How old are you? Hmm? Yeah. Me, I'm mid-30s. Mid-30s, okay. Like, I'm, I'm, and I'm early, in my 40s. early 40s. Yeah, I'm yeah. early 40s. Like me, me and you are in the same boat. I just celebrated okay. 40 this month. Right, yeah, I, I'll be 41 in, a, in another three months. But basically... What it is is just, you know, we were salesmen and I knew that as a salesman, many of the fields that I saw that people were really making extreme amounts of money were in the sales field. People were saying, well, what does that have to do with college? Technically, that's the reason why you saw so many of these schools open up. Because when we were younger, what did your kids always tell you? They didn't say go to school and get a career. They said go to school so you can go to college. And a lot of people, that mentality stuck. Like, if you kept hearing that when you were five and six years old, you didn't know what the fuck you were going to do, but you knew you were going to college. So it was like yes. so many people signed up for college, and that's why you saw so many online colleges just hit right off of the rip. And I mean, like, the people who were selling these people these dreams were making money hand over fist. I mean, like, I, I saw plenty of people 22 years old, and, you know, these people got over 200000 in the bank already, where they didn't, you know, because you sign a person up on these high loans, it's the person's extreme amount of debt, you know, because, of course, if schools, you, you know, you get paid right off rip, so you get your money even if the people don't finish. But they, so basically, the person comes out, they'll hire a lot of debt, and they're going to be sitting up there owing somebody for the rest of their life. 
And that was the thing that, you know, it was like just brainwashed it. You know, they, they found a niche. Like if you pay attention right now, think about something that all the parents are telling the kids right as we speak. Oh, yeah. In about 25 years. Watch how that somebody in, is going to just overpopulate that market. That ain't going to be worth shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like so many people who have done that because, you know, they, they, they capitalized at a time. And they know, like, I, I used to watch all these people. I'm like, what's the point of going to school? Like, my son's, my, my daughter's mother, she went to school, acquired another 50000 in debt, and her ass is still working at the same fucking job she was at before. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck yeah. you go to school for? And, ju- and, and Judge, my mom, she just got her doctorate, which I'm really proud of her. I'm proud of her that she got it. And luckily, she, you know, she's retired from the city. So she was able to um, have the city pay for it because, you know, with more degrees that, especially when you work for the city of New York, the more money they pay you. So she was able to come out making, you know, $125,000, you know, right off the bat, at, you know, before she retired and everything like that. And even she said, she said, listen, Nerdine, whatever you do, this is a scam. Because, you know, she got a degree that matters, a degree that, a degree that everybody's going to be using in the field that she's in. Well, but think about it. My grandmother was an RA. Oh, good. My, a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these chicks out here that are getting these degrees, they're not working. These degrees are these degrees aren't working. I can see if you were getting like in cyber security. I can see if you're getting in like police science. I can see if you're getting in like you know securities management. You know that you know cyber security. You know the government pays big money for you know for people to get their their degree in cyber security because. Uh, threats are ongoing, they're progressive, and they're hitting, they're attacking whatever they, the hackers are attacking banks, they're attacking institutions, they're attacking hospitals, they're attacking police stations, they're attacking, you know, the FBI. So they're paying big money for people to have those degrees. But as far as, like, these degrees that these chicks are going and getting, it's not worth anything. You know, if you're going to go back to school, you know, at least get a degree that's going to have an impact, that's going to, you know, not only... Well, the, the government take care of that degree. They get that debt and then wipe that debt clean. But you'll make money on the back end. These chicks are taking these degrees and aren't making anything. They're owing more than what they're making. Oh, I, I know a lot, a lot of people that are doing that. But you know, the issue is, is you know, think about it. They feel like you know, if you were brainwashed and told it, you know, if you told two plus two is five for twenty years, and then you finally get out of that bubble and you find out that two plus two is four. You're going to keep thinking five, even though, you know what I mean? It's going to take, even it was so bad, you probably even fight the person to tell you that two plus two is four. No, motherfucker, it's five because it's been like that for the last 50 years. And that's and exactly you have to ask what them, Who's teaching them this? <laughs> right. Yeah. A lot of times you have to go back to the root cause. Like, who is saying this? But, but, but I mean, they, they capitalized on a niche because their parents, you know, put something in a lot of these kids' heads. And I mean, think about it. You did what your parents told you to do. I mean, smart on, smart on the people who took it. That's why you saw all these fly-by-night schools. Oh, I'm a phoenix. I'm a dude. This, that, and the other. And I remember telling her, I said, man, you don't even realize half of the people that got degrees. Like, my, my grandmother was all right. Even she said, like, the first bus drivers, before they made you go to do all that crap, most of them people, they got experience on the job, and then they were grandfathered in. That's right. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't say, wait a minute, you're going to tell me? That it takes that I need to go to this to do this, that, and the other just to be an electrician where most of these people learned on the damn job? Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but, they did an apprenticeship program for three, four years and afterwards. 
They, That's boom, right. They were. <laughs> That's right. But you know, I tell everybody but, work for yourself because yeah. that's the reason you do your apprenticeship program or you do your little, you know, specialize in a field. At least you control how much money you make by how hard you work. That's right. That's right. A lot of people don't realize that. Listen, you know, a lot of a lot of these uh, so-called sisters slip and, and other people, they sleep on truck drivers. My friend who owns his own fleet of trucks. He's making because he has to. He's 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 driving in some of the most dangerous places in the world to deliver ammunition to military bases, and you know how much the Pentagon is paying him. The your, our tax dollars are paying him two hundred and thirty-eight million dollars to do that because who, he's a defense contractor. He's a defense wow. contractor. So what happened was he took advantage of a niche that the government was 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 using. The government. Was we needed contractors, defense contractors, to go over go overseas and fulfill fulfill jobs that you know regular soldiers can't do. So you know he took advantage. He got his commercial driver's license. He bought his own trucks, and he uh, transports you know his own. He has armored trucks now where he transports ammunition, you know, to, uh, to the most dangerous places throughout the world. And guess what? He's, he's working on another contract to make over $480 million. But it's over the course of five years. So over that course of five years, he's, he's killing it. He's killing, he's killing the market. And all he said, all I needed was a commercial driver's license. I don't need a college degree. You know? And he's surpassing these people by leaps and bounds. But yet they want to hate on him because he's doing the most dangerous jobs out there. I'm like, well, listen, he found a niche that the market was supporting. So take advantage of it. That's the whole point. See, there are many ways to skin a cat, and there are many avenues to really be productive. Besides yeah. And the problem we have as race people today is we're not finding where these niches could possibly sell. Because yeah. this thing ain't great about going into college. This has been programmed for us since we were children. You know what I'm saying, and for this program, mm-hmm. I think one of the most detrimental programs of all time was some of the different world. And he doesn't have a uh, college degree. Yeah, and he doesn't. All, all he this. has is a high school diploma and a commercial driver's license, like me. And I'm still. And these, and like you said, a lot of these people that are coming out, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars in debt, you know, hundred, two hundred thousand dollars in debt, they're begging us for money. I'm like. Wait a minute! You spent all this money for that degree, and you're not making that money. Like, like, why did you go to school for? You could have, you could have, you could have become a, you could have became an electrician and made that type of money. Yeah. Yeah. But you want know is this not present to our people? Because when they look at people that jobs, like, and I think a, a tradesman, and he. Yeah, he is. He was. He was a uh, light distance mechanic. And he and you know what? He's probably he probably uh, made six figures on the ledger with all the skills that he has. Me, you know, I'm uh, you know I I intend to get my class. I have my commercial license, but it's a class B. So there's three classes. There's the class A, B, and C. I have the class B where I could drive like straight trucks. And also, the class A is a tractor trailer, 
where you make more money. But the thing about it is, is that, you know, when people look down upon truck drivers, I'm like, listen, if it was my, my students used to look down upon the truck drivers that were delivering the stuff. I said, you know how much that truck driver is making? I said, he's making six figures on the ledger. He's probably making two hundred thousand dollars. He's probably making two hundred thousand dollars while you're here trying to make two hundred thousand dollars. He already has it. Like the Polish, like those Polish spring guys, those guys are well into those guys are well making ninety thousand dollars and better. Well, what delivering I try to water, tell, delivering but, water. But I try to tell people this: you don't understand something. Certain people, plumbers, electricians, even people that got skills building homes. Uh, anything like flipping that, you know, people are always go. Yes, but people go always need a place to live. There's always job security in that. People like truck drivers. That's, that, there's always going to be job security in that. There can be an overflow of doctors, nurses. Uh, there can be an overflow of uh, you know CNC machinists. You know, all those can positions can actually be overfilled. Where you know, you know, it's going to be hard to have too many truck drivers. It's just going to be hard. Until yeah, it's automated. Yeah, a lot of and freight is still going out. That's the right, thing. Thank you. A lot of freight is going out. And like, I used to tell my students, how the hell do you think you got your Jordans there? What, they just they just grew wings and they flew, flew into the store? No. It had to be delivered on a truck. Yeah. It has to be delivered. It's from state from state. But um, AJ, I mean, L. Isle, you there? L. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. This is AL. I know you catch this broadcast. I'm not sure if you have your thoughts of hitting to what I read today from your perspective. Well, we've been knowing for a long time that, you know, white privilege is, it, it has its perks. And, I mean, this has been an unspoken rule for the longest that we knew that we've known that if you were white and you were wealthy and you knew these parents knew off the rip their children weren't smart they would go just pay their way through and it's been going on for years no but before then what they would do is just dedicate a library or a wing or um a, a, a hall or something you know, in the name of the parent to get the kid in. That's that was the osmosis of it back then. But now with this just going on, you know, I mean, and I see it as another distraction, just to keep you from seeing the bigger picture of Donald Cheeto and what's going on with his administration. You know, and all right, we've been bashing too much on Bill and. And R. Kelly, they go probably uprise against us. We gotta throw them a bone. We gotta throw them a little red meat to keep them calm. Let's 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 talk about some white people. You know, media media is what media does. Like someone really said, propaganda. Which Girl, is I true. I digress. I, I digress. But you have to have agency to see through the bullshit. And turn it off if you want to. You can either stay in it or you can get out of it. Yeah, you, you brothers were talking about trades a while ago. You're actually speaking to a, a, a Morris Hugh descent uh, 
American third generation truck driver, owner operator, owner operator, operator own. So, so you know, everything that y'all were talking about was pretty much on point, with the exception of what you can make out there. You know, and a lot of uh, and a lot of guys that are in this, they try to get in this trucking game. Think, oh, I'm gonna get in and I'm gonna make money. I'm gonna make a lot of money. No, my friend. If you, if you, any form of, of a trucker and you have been out here five or more years, you need to be honest with these new booties that come in this game and let them know, yeah, you're going to make some money, just a little bit more than what you would have made uh, flipping burgers. And they're going to work your ass to death. And the only way you're going to be able to make some money if you're 100% OO, owner-operator, I mean, owning your own tractor and your own application-type trailer. And if you're smart, you'll buy multiple application trailers because guess what? They can bleed you out of a field at any moment. I know for experience what I'm talking about. And I'm down here in the South, and I watched it. I watched the influx of the vatos coming across the border, and, I, and I'm like this: I don't knock them. I don't knock them men for want to make an honest living for the simple fact. Even if it costs me, cost me some dimes and some pennies when other dudes say, "How could you do that?" Call me by my CB hundred, Jesse James. Jesse James, how could you side with the vatos? I say, look, you go live where the fuck they live and grew up, and you make that twelve cents an hour or less a day. And you trying to feed your family and take care. And then you dealing with the drug cartels. And you dealing with people over there just shooting and be shooting and killing. And then you dealing with the uh you dealing with the corrupt cops down there. Hell yeah, it's a reason why them folks wanna come over here. And truth be told, this land, half of this land was stolen from them too. So, you know, if for us to just be calling how you gonna call a human being, a homo sapien, an illegal alien? Huh? Uh, that shit just don't sit well with me. And the watch, the watch had an Anglo-Saxon want to always portray somebody, or demonize somebody over there. Hell, these folks work hard. They want to come over here and make a living. But in time, when they came over here with these trucks behind NAFTA and Clinton's ass, and that was the biggest scam in history because it really brought our industry to a halt. You can, you got to realize you got people from Canada that can come down here, and you got them coming across the border over there. They can truck, and they go get their money, and they take it back home. But guess what they did to us? They stole at our freight rates. They stole at our money. And then you had, you had it where you had certain governors, and I'm going I'm to even talk about my own late, late, but late whole-ass gay governor, Rick Perry. He changed the laws in this state to force a lot of veteran drivers out the road. Because at the time, we were making what my grandfather would call not good money. To me, that was damn good money. You know, to the point, I, I, I had a chance to buy my own tractor, but... I remember my grandfather telling me, don't get in this business, son. He said, because I, I see it going bad, fast. And listen, and he dropped that 8990. And he, we owned our own tractor and trailer. And he had owned several different application trailers and hauled different types of products all through his career. And I came up underneath him years later, and I had to cut my own teeth the hard way. He was gone and deceased from this world. I wouldn't left assets like a truck in a trailer. I had to start from scratch. Raw scratch again. And I seen it. I seen the highs. I seen the lows. 
And what a lot of dudes will tell you, tell you, oh, I can, you can make money out here. I'm telling you, I know about three fields that's left in the trucking issue that pay cash money. But I'm not even going to talk on them for the simple fact that uh, I know how this business is. And, and I'm going to tell you, like somebody told me, the game ain't the game's not sold. It's not told. It's to be sold. So if you want to know anything from me as far as prices, rates, and, and the true, true nature of this shit, oh, no, I, I, my days are giving that free air information to drivers. is over. I'm a consultant now. I'm like Paul Manafort. You're going to have to pay me if you want my knowledge. And it's just real. I mean, and a lot of dudes of my own ilk and skin color, they be like, bro, how can you not lace me up to the game? I said, because when I was out there, he didn't know when my grandfather left me, didn't nobody else want to lace me up to the game. I said, I had to take the knowledge that I had and the one little opportunity, the, the little bit that Clint did for us in the, in the 90s with them work programs, I took it and I ran with it. And I went to truck driving school for two weeks on a $3,500 bill. And all I had to do is maintain employment for 30 days after I graduated. And I got a lifetime job assistance and job training through the truck driving school I went to. But I don't even need But it's a lot of dudes that get sucked into these Englands and Warners and Snodders and J.B. Hunts and all them. You go to our truck driver school, but you got to stay and play with us for two years. That's a goddamn lie because the little bit I can tell you is you really got to be employed with a company is one year straight. Uh, hold a year straight employment or get over 100,000 miles underneath your belt and you can go apply with anybody but they try to keep you trapped with them by telling you oh because you went to our school and you in debt with us uh, if you don't work out this debt and, uh, that, that this school and in most schools basic truck driving schools don't cost no more than thirty five to four forty five hundred dollars these goddamn companies charge these poor boys down there eight nine grand for this shit and not 6900 minimum, and telling them they got to stay in bed with them for two, three years and, and, and drive the, the worst of the runs, the cheapest of the rates, and then you might not get a backhaul back, and you might have to sit in that son of a bitch 24 to 78 hours before you catch a load. Yeah, they don't tell you about all the bad shit. They just tell you all you can make some money out here. And then this the icing on the cake. You hundreds. Uh, 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 thousands of miles away from home and your family. Try to be a broke down in the middle of Pennsylvania with a broke-ass driveline and, and ain't nobody coming for you. Ain't, they, they ain't, a company ain't sent a record, man, and you stuck out there fucking minus 19 degrees in your rig, and you got to basically make a goddamn player's decision. Keep running this motherfucker to keep warm or cut this motherfucker off and save the field because you already got to pay for a fucking driveline. They don't tell you shit like that. This motherfucker Damn. hard in the field and trucking. Don't think this shit's a fucking bed of roses because they trying to force all you new booties to it. Yeah, and y'all look at what the pay is. Now. That pay is not good bullshit compared to what the fuck they really supposed to be paying you per mile. And these companies, and you got, you, this is what they like to what a major big four or five that they blood out all the damn regular Regional kids and family-owned kids have been hiding for 10, 20, 30 years. And then, see, because what they don't tell you is these big five really can't haul all these goddamn loads that the, that the, that the economy is, is, is slated to put out week in, week out. 
And you got to have owner operators uh, to, to run the shit. But they done their part to try to run so many of us up out of there and up off that road with the regulations, the red tape, the goddamn fuel emissions and all that other gay shit. That's why I'm glad I own a classic beer. The motherfucker say on the title, exempt. You can't stop me. My goddamn track the grandfather in, and I'm third generation. So you can't stop my truck from running. As long as I own my own trailer, then... Then, as long as I'm on my own trailer, I can broker any goddamn thing I want. But if I'm just running my tractor, they can hit me with all the insurance, this, insurance, that. But if I buy my own insurance, I own my own truck and trailer, I can broker out the same thing as the top five. Anywhere I want to go if I want to. But I ain't even finna get back in that rat race when I go back. I'm finna be the specialized care, working two, three days a week, making what most drivers got to make in three, four months, I'll make in a week. In a week. Two loads. So I'm, man, not so finna wow. I'm not gonna play with these crackers no more. So basically, you're an independent contractor. Yeah, now, yeah. It took me a long time to get there. I've been with most of you guys. I've been with you call a hand for a company where they slip each other ass in and out, in and out, and you gotta do what they say do, go where they say go, run when they say run. Can't go see home when you want to see home. What they used to tell you, every seven days you run, you get a day out. And shit, you might run two weeks, you have two days. Shit, you in the middle of a mid-bus from your fucking house. So what you going to do? Just keep running and building and building the shit up. And then when you finally decide you're going to take your four whole weeks off, what you doing? We need you. We need Oh, man. The, the, the dispatcher is the motherfucking devil. Wow. The dispatcher is the motherfucking devil. That made nine times out of ten, three fourths of them ain't never ran the interstate highway no more than 3,000 miles tops. And they got these goddamn jobs sitting on their ass. They get to go home every night. They hold, they hold, their hardest thing is worried about if the product will get from point A to point B. That's why they call you like crazy. And now they got these goddamn car called computers in the trucks, most of the company trucks. They just check you. And they, they can shut you down if you pass out. I, I didn't want to be a part of none of that record. That's why I learned to quit, and I knew which way I was going. Owner operator, I just couldn't get to becoming a hundred percent. I'm a, I'm a, a hundred percent owner of my power unit, but I don't own an application trailer to pull. I would, I would basically have to lease out the companies and pull their trailers to make money. And you know how much, how much of a cut they were taking leases and then trailer leases. And then you got to run under their insurance and their authority. That's two or three more cuts. And then your percentage. It ain't as, it ain't as rosy as people think. And then try doing this shit with, with six protons, six neutrons, and six ions uh, inside your body that, that presents itself in their face and their eyesight every day. I'm the enemy. Out here trying to make legal clean money in they field. You think they gonna be greeting me with salutations when I come to the docks? I go to the bays. I go to the doors with my paperwork. Tell me I'm ready to work. I don't want to slang no crack. I don't want to pimp no hoes. I don't want to run these streets. I just want to make a solid foundation, living like my granddaddy did. Hell, now nah, they don't want to see nobody like me in this game. Especially 100% on the operator. I got a bottom paid for a rig sitting in a pasture. 
and a goddamn pastor right now. And but I refuse to put anybody in it to work it because I know what type of tractor I got. And I can get if this tractor can't just go out there and get wrecked and injured or hit, and I can just go out and replace it. It's a classic. And anybody that driven trucks know what I'm talking about when I talk about it. it's a classic. And I'll be damned, I'm going to put a knucklehead ass hand in my truck and tear up my drive lines, my wheels, my transmission, my clutch, because he don't know how to float or shift. A speed shift, a double down. I don't know how to maintain a, min a minimum of 80,000 pounds of a goddamn deadly weapon going down the road. This shit ain't easy. It ain't easy by no stretch. But guess what? Compared to getting ripped off going to college, like what y'all was talking about earlier, I'm glad. I'm glad when I, my, my, my high school football team won a state championship in the state of Texas. And the state of Texas football is king. And if your high school win a state championship, you can rest assured most college recruits are coming after your high school for players. And a class of 28 seniors, only two got Division I scholarships. The rest of us had to muddle the fuck around and look for what the fuck we wanted. So guess what? Three first of our football career got styled up. If junior college didn't pan out, yeah, I win. It didn't work out. Coach trying to hack me around. She guess what? I can go back to the streets. I got less than two years turn. I turned 21. I get my CDL. I'm out here and I'm gone. I'm making way more money than you. I started thinking about it. And when I was off in junior college early, I was talking to a lot of them girls. And I was talking to a lot of them dudes on campus. I'm like, man, all they kept crying about is, man, this shit going to be hard when I graduate because I got to pay this money back. I'm taking, I realize I done took out too many of these paragraph loans and these loans, this and these loans, that. And, yeah, I heard and I'm about party, that. I'm partying like a superstar and living life lavish, but I really ain't attending to these grades like I need to. But I can stay by with a D or a C and get out. But if I get out, then what? I'm going to have to go in the real world plus pay back this guy. Man, all college do is he dead on a kid before he ready to have it. And no, it right. ain't. And it's a That's goddamn right. sham and a travesty. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the sport I play football, but if, I'm, if it wasn't for me getting a D1 or a scholarship to play ball, fuck college. College ain't, college ain't shit in a fucking sorority and fucking fraternity. Ain't nothing but playing, follow the leaders type shit. Oh, it's a brother here, it's a sister here. Oh, it's a fucking cold is what it is. College ain't nothing but the biggest scam mm. in the world. It you is. need more plumbers, electric. My daddy was electrician. My granddaddy was a truck driver. So I grew up in, 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 my, in my grandfather was also in the military for 22 years. And his brother, his little brother, uh, retired from the Air Force two-star general. So I'm around, I've been around men that know how to be men and know how to work. So, you know, if you ain't talking about getting your hands dirty or, uh, or getting your hands greasy or using your hands to make some machines move, I mean, you're a waste of time as far as I'm concerned. Because, shit, I mean, I know like, what my grandfather told me a long time ago. It's a lot of smart, stupid motherfuckers in the world. Don't you ever forget. Yeah. Don't you uh, ever lot, forget. Yeah. It's a whole <laughs> lot of smart, stupid motherfuckers uh, in the world. And was, uh, what, he meant, what he was telling me about that was you can go to college, you know what I'm saying, and you can go in and make, and he asked me, when you go to college, what you want to major in? I was like, well, I love to talk and I love watching sports, so I want to major in communications. 
I mean, I want to monitor communication, but I love, I love working there and I love trying to teach and mold people and I love coach. So I want to be a coach. Uh, kinesiology is going to be my major. He looked me straight in the eye and he said, son, gym coaches ain't about shit. They don't make shit. And unless you go try to become a coach on the college or pro level, which is even harder because look at your skin color. He said, man, that ain't fly. And guess what? Being a sports announcer, uh, it's only so many markets in the world, and it's only so much sports on TV, and that shit's entertainment. And guess what? And, and as far as I'm concerned, in my house, entertainment is over fucking weight. So uh, you go, uh, you can play this these little hobbies that you like, but if this shit don't pan out, every day you go wake up at three thirty in the morning, go crank up that truck, check the water, check the oil, check all eighteen tires, check my lights. Check everything, get this truck ready, and if I tell you to do me a, a pre-trip or post-trip, you're going to learn how to do it, and you go look on that map, and then I'm going to tell you where I got to go, and you better figure out the safest way for me to go, and if I see any laws when I come back home, I'm busting your ass. That's how I had to grow up. That's why I don't bore nobody, and I don't fade nobody. What's up, everybody? What's going on? We just talking about how goddamn colleges are a scam, a flat ass scam, and you'd be better off getting a goddamn trade. I, I, I've seen, I've seen a lot of these 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 colleges and these college kids. They're coming out with with so much debt. Let's say I had two hundred eighty. Let's say I had four hundred eighty thousand dollars, right, in cash, right now. You know what I could do with that? I could I could go down south if I want to, or like Florida or someplace like that. If I wanted to buy a home, let me just buying a home. I could just buy a condo, put the rest of the money in a bank or whatever, and keep it moving and spend moderately. Not go out, get this degree that's not worth anything, and and be in debt. And not only that, you know that debt accrues over time. The interest it, it does, over time. And, and on top of that, also let them know this. What is the average length of time it's going to take you to pay off, uh, let's just say, 360000 360, in college debt? Yeah, $360,000. How, how long is this going to take? Thank you. That's over half of your life you done wasted. Oh, chill, chill. All right. In regards to how much to pay back, the answer is simple. If you don't make a pair of plans, Hello, you breaking up? Yeah, that that I heard that interest is horrible. I I didn't hear what he said. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't hear it either. He borked out, but but yeah. I, I kind of get what he's saying. That that interest alone is a killer. Man, who wants to spend? Who wants to waste the next twenty some years trying to pay back a debt to a university for a bullshit ass piece of paper? That's not going to get you anywhere in, in a couple of years. I, I Bro, can do it. And you, you know how I'd rather, I'd rather how? be a, I'd rather be a hardworking truck driver working for Coca Cola, <clears> making somewhat six figures, than have to pay back six figures. To a college bro. that's not really helping me. Bro, you know how you know how I know this shit firsthand? While I was telling you about how hard my grandfather was working trucking, he was also sending his wife to the University of Texas because she wanted to finish and get her degree. 
because they met at Hudson Tillerson uh, University, a little small black college here in Austin, Texas. And right, then he, he took her from there to the military for 22 years. She went around the world and taking care of his five kids. So when the deal was when he came back and retired, he'd get in the truck and then she'd go back to school. I watched my grandmother graduate from the University of Texas, age 50, in 1983, second Hello? in her class. A black woman graduated from the University of Texas, 50 years old, second in her class, to know that that degree she had from University of Texas. When it came time for her to go job hunting, looking for jobs, you know what they was telling my grandmother all through the 80s and early 90s? Man, you're too overqualified. Man, you're hear too me? overqualified. Yes, we can hear you. Hello? Hello? Oh, good. Um, sorry about that. Yeah, the, the whole purpose, like I said before, my thing just dropped for some reason, that um, you're not going to really pay off. And depending on how long you stay in the school, it make it impossible because the job you, you get, if you get hired, is not give you enough, what they call um, income. To pay off a quarter million dollars in debt. You know what I'm saying? That's why when I did a show on this a few weeks back about the programs they're trying to put in now, right, right now what they're looking into is now they're going to be garnishing your check now if you owe any form of student loan debt. So they, they find ways now to get back that money because they know a lot of people in America, especially $40 million, have defaulted on the student loan yeah. debt. So now they're, they're, they're making a conscious effort to say, they're gonna to have to get their money back. So what they're gonna do now is, you know, not That's only they're gonna have your credit, but they're not gonna go after your paycheck. So what they do, they're putting programs now. They're also going they're, after your retirement now. Well, they can go I after your retirement savings. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but think about it: if you have not been paying since you graduate, and you get work right, and you haven't paid since, and it keeps accumulating, they're gonna get their money. So now that they, they put in some programs, right. I'll say for anybody to go back. I'm my archives and find that the YouTube um video I did on it and I read it, so y'all can go back and check it out. But continue talking. Yeah, but I got good. It's like worth the child support. Yeah, man, come it's on. It's worth the child support. No, no, it's not that wow. worse because you have really never heard of somebody being in financial debt through a college institution be sent to jail. For being in the rears, but child support, your ass can go get locked up, and then they can still make eighty-five dollars a day off your head. The state still go be recouping while your debt is still accumulating while you're still in that goddamn institution. See, this whole corporation still, ain't nothing but still, a racket. It's a racket, bro. It's it's still it's still it's still uh, it's still um 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 what do you call that uh, racketeering? They're still getting their money. It's, it's so bad. The corporation it, it's so is built. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> the corporation is built off racketeering, son. It always has been. It always will be. And, and when you you looking at the biggest racketeer in modern history, the known man in Pennsylvania, on Pennsylvania Avenue. In a house that a black man built. All the architecture, black man. And he's the biggest racketeer you ever seen. And little by little, it's showing how much of a racketeer he is by all the people that's getting engulfed who done business with this man, or got in bed with this man. 
You're watching racketeering at its finest. You haven't seen the likes of racketeering like this since John, since uh, since uh, uh, what's his name, Scarface, uh, Al Capone. Yeah, yeah, you had a few in between here and there, but I mean, he he's 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 about to eclipse Al Capone and racketeering. What also makes it worse is that that, like I said, that interest does not stop. It keeps and the thing about it, is it keeps going. So, but think about New York. No, do it. It's the really the really hurting thing out of all these debt is the interest. That's the major killer that a lot of people don't really understand when you take on these debts, you know. And think about this, and everybody knows this. It's easy for them to give you a loan to get a fucking four-year degree, but let, allow you get a loan for other things, like a business loan. Yeah. Or what do you call it, housing loan? Or what, whatever case may be, you know it brings back They told me I was going to need two co-signers in order to purchase a trailer if I, wanted, if I didn't want to come in here and buy cash money. But if I chose to want to go to a community college or a university right now, oh, they give me grants and tuitions like a motherfucker. You know how it works, man. man. But I digress. You, you gentlemen are on the ball this evening with everything y'all saying. Yeah, man. I mean, right, but I, I'm just speaking about it I'm from a practical, at, everyday man looking at it level. I'm. You know what I'm looking at it from? I'm looking at it from. You know what? That's a whole lot. If I had that type of cash, you know, four hundred or maybe six hundred thousand dollars cash. Mm-hmm. I'm not investing in a degree where I'm going to be losing money. I'm going to invest either in a commercial driver's license. You know, if I get a truck, that's okay. If not, put myself in a condo in the South or buy myself a house out in like Georgia, like especially either either ATL, and just let the money and invest in some invest in some investments and keep it moving. Yeah, the land you got a good point. You know why? Especially if I had that, um, if I had that, if I had, if I had cash, I'm done. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not investing in college. It's a scam. Mm-hmm. It's a ripoff. But remember, Nuri, that's what they want you to take your money. They want you to take your money into putting it back in these institutions because they know it's guaranteed money. Right. That's what. That's why they don't. Think about it. If they give you a loan, let's say for you to start a business, one thing they know. For a fact, either the business does well or not, it's it's They're more that money. You're more, you're more taking a better risk because with any new ideal could bring many possibilities. But like any corporation, you're you're being competitive, and like always in a capitalist world we live in, the whole purpose of capitalism is to take out the competition. I've been saying this before, saying this again. That's why they don't give business loans to just any average person. They'll they'll make they'll, it's like. It'll make you fight hard as hell for first get business now. To start off a simple business. You know? Much even a great business. But they'll give another person that can they know said is competing with other uh, in their own race, but they want other races to compete with them. So you know how you know how you want to turn the tables on these big institutions? These UTs and these Yales, these Harvards, these Stanfords, UCLA's, USC's and what not and forth, what, what, man, these blacks need to wake up. 
quit sending your best and brightest and your talent to, to these white universities. I don't care what the, what the freak they, they go fake off of your kids with some high dollar Nikes, a sweat uniform, a little bit of a stipend, a, a, a good dorm, and, and a chance to be on, on his television on Saturdays. No, send all your kids back to these black, historically black college and institutions, whether they like it or not, for the next 25 years. Let's not engage in sending none of our children to none of these lily white institutions of high learning, psych. And every time I say that, I'm going to finish it with psych because it's a joke. And send them to our black institutions, and we know they go get a quality education. And then we know what it's going to end up doing to these predominantly white big power universities. Because ain't nobody going to want to go out there and watch them little white boys just play ball all day when you know where the cream of the crop is playing and the cream of the crop is going to learn. That's how you cripple them. Quit playing. We need to quit playing with them and talking about, well, if we're going to be in debt, let's be in debt with our black universities. Not, not giving no more money to them. And we could do that as parents and just start saying, we're not, you're not going to go to Alabama. You're not going to go to Tennessee. You're not going to go to Florida. You're not going to go to uh, Miami. You're not going to go to UT. You're not going to go to Oklahoma. You're not going to go to U. You're not going to go to uh, You're not going to none of these schools. Here's your brochures you can pick from. Per of and m Texas 7, 7, Grambling, uh, Alabama A&T, Florida A&M. Uh, 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 Morehouse, uh, Spelman, uh, uh, uh Howard, uh, all the, uh, and, and the list goes on and on. We got enough. We we don't have to put up with this shit anymore. And, and, and I feel like what these white stars did with their kids is it, really a slap in the face to us, and we know it is. It's like a blatant backhand slap. See, see what we've been getting away with, and the only reason they they that we got busted is because everybody this PC culture. See, PC is what's gonna mess up a lot of this shit, and it's messing it up every day. And if people can't see that, then I don't know what to tell you. I mean, look, it's done to the point they don't want you to be a man no more. Walk around, talk, and act, and think like a man. It's a crime. Well, I digress. And the best way to hurt them is uh, start investing in those trade schools. A lot of those black institution universities have still have a lot of those trade things going in them and at them. It's just not promoted and it's not talked about as much. You got to realize they took a lot of the trade stuff out of high schools in the late 60s and early 70s. That's what led to the high unemployment rates. Like, and I was watching the news the other day, and they talking about up in Ohio, they got 21 manufacturing jobs that pay great pay right now, but they can't find practically nobody in the state of Ohio that's got the knowledge or skills to run them kind of machines. Well, you got to think about it. The motherfuckers that are there now working, they were trained by somebody else that worked there. Okay? And that's how they got their foot through the dough came ground up. And a lot of these trade trade places and technical schools and, and junior colleges, they don't advertise it like they need to or they should because they're paid not to by the big universities that 
They don't want these kids to know this is the route you should go. Plumber, electrician, welder, uh, 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 truck drivers, or uh, 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 engineering assistant, surveyors assistant. Where you go out there and you hold the survey sticks and what you know, where they map knowledge. That shit pays good fucking money. Uh, 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 court reporter, shit like that. Yeah, you know, average everyday high paying as skills. I mean, middle of the road as jobs. But you, you know, you, I mean, do you know how much a court reporter? Because where do you live? You live in Texas, right? Yeah, I live in Texas. You know, do you know how much the average court reporter in New York State makes? Let me guess. Started, at least, at least, at least they start off at sixty two, huh? Nope, they start off at like seventy five. Thousand. Get the fuck out of here. Just a type on a funky ass a, 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 a teletype ass machine. Come on. You know, if you can speak Spanish and interpret Spanish well, right, or, or, or any other language, you know that the unified court system in New York State pays 80, they pay about $75,000 to start. That's the start. But look at the you, you gotta also you gotta also look at the cost of living in New York too though. And not only uh, that, you know. not only that, if you ha- even even if you don't have a degree but you speak you speak fluent Spanish or fluent, you know all that good stuff, and they find out that especially if you live in New York City, like if you live here because I live in New York City, you're making close to eighty thousand dollars. I was like, what? All this thing, all like all this because you know why? In the court system, especially here. A lot. Uh, uh, it, it's hard to find interpreters. So you know what? They're hiring interpreters. How you doing? They want interpreters. They want stenographers. They, they're 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 fresh out. They they they. You know what? My my friend who's a court officer. He tells me that they're not they're not begging for uh they're not they're not uh asking for for court reporters. They're begging for them. In these court in these courthouses, they're begging for this. And the crazy part about it is, they could be teaching these type of things in the uh, high school area. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Off the rip, but they choose to take the money from the education system and follow it into motherfucking where the goddamn prison industrial complexes and whatnot, in defense spending and, and what have you, and, and government farm subsidies and. and and, and a, like like BGS said, but what you call it overseas, that form of welfare, you know, that goes on over there. You know, I'm like, shit. You say you want you want these American kids to grow up to be the most dumbest of dumbass sheep, so you can just hold them in whenever you're ready, and that's where I see it going. And 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 the thing about it is that they're not they're not saying my my friend who's who's a, who's a sergeant in the, as a court officer, he says we're not. We're not asking. We would. They, they they told me if you get your if you become a, a sonographer, they will hire you as soon as you graduate from the school. They will hire you, especially in New York City with the with the New York City courts. They'll hire you starting making ninety thousand dollars. They they tell you, listen, listen. You don't you don't have a court as long as you don't have a criminal record, and you and you're a sonographer. They will. They will try to grab. They will bribe you to come there. That's how bad it is. You know why? And like you said, a lot of times these kids don't know. Uh, there are a lot of these government jobs. A lot of these government jobs that, that a lot of people look down upon. 
these are the jobs that are making the most money. And also, like you said, a lot of times they don't know about these people that do like these dirty jobs. You ever watch that show, uh, Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe? Yeah, yeah. Do you, have you seen Have you seen the, the guys that do like the tire the tire retreading and stuff like that? That have like these tire retreading plants. Yeah. A guy pulling out nails for a for for tire for for retreading tires. They're making seventy thousand dollars. Just pulling nails out of tires. I was like, what? And he said, you don't have to have any experience. The guys that are doing the most dirty jobs makes the most money. But you see, you got to understand, a lot of people have been conditioned to say, you know, even to our boys, and this is the danger right now, and I'm, I'm not going well, to be nice, I'm not going to say it tonight, but, you know, when you don't put your sons into male-dominant spaces, only thing you ask it for is you're not only asking them to be less competitive, but you ask it for them to be obsolete in any fashion. Because these, these are other grunt work jobs that this country still thrives on. The regular color worker job person, and you don't participate in the things that really matters, you're just gonna be left behind, and not only left behind, but you're gonna be just destitute and broke. Yeah, and broke. <laughs> See, I'd, ra- I'd rather be pulling nails out of tires, making eighty thousand dollars, than be a pretty boy with a college degree and broke. And, and debt. And, 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 and in debt. Just, and think in about debt. The See, these are the same. And you know, I, I'm being well. I'm going to say, a lot of our females, yes. that when they don't look for men that, because I always tell myself, say, one of the things that they can't provide, do this. Well, all I'm we know, not, some brothers you know, are in those fields doing that, something. Tell that, tell that to the firefighter. Tell that to the police officer. Tell that to the truck driver. Tell that to the Brinks, the Brinks, the Brinks uh, driver. Tell that to the Brinks uh, 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 operator or the Brinks uh, 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 messenger. Tell that to them and see how, see how, and see how fast they'll laugh in your face. Tell that to them. Well, I can't fire the guy who makes money, especially when they're doing the most dangerous jobs out there. Yeah. Shit, working for, I mean, work for Brinks is great because you're carrying people's money, but it also, I, I understand it's dangerous. Yeah. But you can't say, you can't tell them, oh, well, no, you don't make too much money. A Brinks driver in New York, a Brinks uh, uh, messenger, makes about $82,000. Mm-hmm. In New York, this is just in, uh, in like California. I heard they go up to like one hundred and five thousand dollars, <coughs> and all they're doing is is putting money in ATMs with a gun. Now I, I get the understanding that you got to have a gun and all that good stuff. That 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 goes without saying. But to say to these people that are doing the most dangerous and dirty jobs that you're not making the money, that's a slap in the face to every tradesman that ever that ever walked. That will walk the earth. And especially the ones who are building your cars and making sure your oil doesn't leak out of your car and shit. The ones who are going to make sure to your tires. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. All right. All right. When you're, all right. Just tell them when, you're, when your car is, is, is getting a flat. Remember, you can change that yourself if you agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can change that. You, can change that. you and your degree can change that out, right? You tell mm-hmm. them that. Mm-hmm. When, when Fuki and Ray Ray are breaking into your house, you know, you and your degree could stop him, right? <laughs> I, no, I, I'm just saying. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe I, maybe I'm, uh, I, I, maybe I'm just being funny. Or you know what? When when you're having that heart attack, you know that that degree's gonna, you know, you know, do some CPR, right? You, 
you know, with that 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 broke degree that's gonna that you're gonna be paying eight hundred, you're gonna be paying like two hundred fifty thousand dollars back in debt. I'm sure that that's gonna help you when you're yeah. having a heart attack. I'm sure they're gonna pay the hospital bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I had that, if I had that type of cash, I'm getting. First of all, I would I would get out of New York City for a while. Find a yeah. nice condo out. We, out we, already, we already know the condo's coming, a little piece of land, and I'm yep. saving the rest. Okay. That's, we, you that's the plan. Right. That's, that's the plan. Right. Okay. Yeah. But see, you, you you talking about a condo. I say screw the condo. See, I'm just going to buy me a, a nice RV size uh, bus, an <laughs> RV bus, or just have me an RV, tra- no, RV trailer built, and I, my tractor can pull it. Yeah, I got, I got a way, I got a way around. I got a place to sleep. I can pull up at any Walmart, do go grocery shopping, stay there a couple of days if I like. Mm-hmm. I know where to get my tra- tires changed. You want You, you want to get? The, you want to be a traveler? Well, I mean, not only just a traveler. You know, I thought about. I, I, see, I was already inherited land and property. So if you got property. It's it's not like you know. Everybody says I'm a property man. No, property owner is a problem because you, you people don't understand. You got to keep up property, and you got to pay right. taxes on property. Mm-hmm. And if you don't pay taxes on property, you ain't gonna be able to keep what the fuck was weird to you. You own outright. That's See, right. that's how they get you too. So you know, and the next piece of property I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a ranch. That way I can park my shit on it. I can go as I please, and I can keep to keep it up. And then on top of that, I'm gonna put a couple head of cattle. And a couple of horses on there, motherfucker, and let them do what they do best. Eat shit, eat shit, while I, while I claim agriculture on Yeah. And then keep my money in my pocket. So, yeah, you got, a good, you got a damn good plan, too. It's just, fuck it, I don't even need no condo. I, I'm going to just keep it moving. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And you can and travel these, how you want to and visit how you want to. And these women are getting these houses of Greece, and they're going broke. I mean, yeah. they're really broke. broke. And that's why they cry because they tell her, ain't no good man a man to do. You want a man to pay up all that your mistakes. debt. No, yes. no, 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 no. All no, no. your but, mistakes. But, but, all right, all right, let me, let, let's look at it deeper. Not only that, but if you look at the time they spend to get these degrees, most of them don't really take a serious life. They really want to settle down is when they hit at least the a 30 or, or the wall. So yeah. if you think about it, it's a backwards way of thinking of how our women are proceeding how they should proceed in life. Don't get me wrong, they can get the education, do all that. Yeah, that's fine. All that. But at the end of the day, you got to be secure like any woman and you need to nest. At the end of the day. And when nature calls, if you don't respect that, you're going to oh. be very much fuck. And you're going to crash un- into that wall pretty soon. Yeah. You're so, not going to hit it. You're going to crash into it. Yes, indeed. But hold on a second. And for all those that was listening. So, fellas, I'm a- so for all those that were listening tonight, um, I appreciate it. Um, like I said before, um, go back to the replay of this broadcast. Um, and I said some things. I might um, re- re- repost this broadcast to get to the more soon points of this. I might. But other than that, thank you very much. And let the chaos reign.